now, brown cow. Do right. now, brown cow. Pooch. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Up. Trey's dogs are gonna go crazy. We are. We're going live now. I just need to share. I just need to share that we're going live now. Welcome everybody. Give everybody a sec to kind of come on in. Okay. Welcome everybody here. We're connected to the YouTubes. We are on Twitch and. Are we Facebook. on the interwebs? We're on the interwebs. We're live connected to the interstreams. Broad the world, icon, really. The World Wide Webs. webs um, interwebs. Right. Inter. The. What is <laughs> The information the superhighway is what it used to be called. The yeah. information superhighway. I'm gonna put we are live with right there. Yeah. The first three minutes of our show is usually all of us just looking down and um on our phone. Yep. Just sharing all of the (laughs) we have to manually share it to Facebook groups. Trey, I love you. Have my babies. Um that's hunted hunted darkness (laughs) on Twitch wants you to have their babies. Right. Yep. Yep. I'll have uh, my people call your people and we'll make some babies happen. I don't know how babies work, so. Yeah, Uh, I'm sure it happens like that. Yeah, go to Ikea and uh, (laughs) go to the The kids section. Yeah. Like they have like little packets and whatnot. You put them in your backyard. Is it like the, uh, is it like the, um, the Instagrow? Like you put the little baby in in some water and then it grows. Exactly like that. There you go. Just you don't grow your own baby. You gotta dabble it in there. No, 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 you don't dabble it in. You just throw it in there. It's like like Emerald whenever he would like throw. Bam. 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 Emerald Lagasse or whatever his name was. I forgot. Welcome, welcome to my lovely wife. Is in the comments. Nicholas Pride. What up? Yes, it is the Interstreams. My brother. What up, nerd? He said we're nerds. Fucking right. Um, hello everybody in the comments. Trey, are you gonna have Hunted Darkness babies or not? I told, like, have my people call your people to figure it out because I don't. Trey, Belinda said you order your babies from Wayfair. That's where you order babies from. Oh God, let's (laughs) not. She's not wrong. My my wife, ladies and gentlemen. A little cold con culture podcast. Yeah, tonight, and that's and tonight we're from all of that. Yeah, get yeah. that political stuff out of here. Yeah, yeah. tonight before. we have more important things to discuss, like our yeah, guest Luke, uh, Luke Fowler, yeah. Luke Fowler, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome, Luke. Welcome, welcome. Um, yes. We want to get to know you. That's kind of what we do on the show. We know. One of us knows Luke personally in passing and in collaboration, and the other three of us are going to get to know Luke just right now. It's me. Luke and I know each other. (laughs) Luke and I go back. We're actually neighbors. We met at a con in Florida. Don't ask which one. We keep it secret. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You go to Margaritaville, like Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah. They got wasted at Margarita. We don't, we don't talk about it. She's not allowed back. Oh, Nicholas. <laughs> I'm on the, I, my face is on their do not let in wall. 
Yeah, it's like, bro, <laughs> she all the martini shots, man. Yeah. We, we get That's the a- wasted again the Margaritaville wall, then there's the never get wasted again Margaritaville wall. <laughs> Don't get on that wall. No, not that. Oh my God, my well, the first question I'm just gonna get is from the comments. Actually, I have a question for you right out the gate, Luke. Uh, my wife okay. wants to know what is your favorite Pokemon, and what do you think of Snorlax? Thanks. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad saying like, oh, why is it Snorlax? Because I like Snorlax too. He's 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 my boy. But I love me some uh, Caesar from Pokemon. I love bug types in general, and Caesar is just the perfect bug type both in competitive story mode and you know in general. So what a beautiful answer. My... Know your Pokemon. Yeah, that's a, deep, that a an, that's a catalog answer. answer. That's not like a surface yeah. one. My man knows his catalog. Sorry, Trey. Yeah, no. Uh, no like love for Snorlax. Like, I like I like Volpix. I like Pikachu. <laughs> I like Eevee. I'm also a cat person. Like I have like five at home, and two of them's in my sister's room. So, cat person? Oh no, thank you, man. I did my time with cats. I'm a I'm a dog person now. Oh, oh he's going to get the kitty. He's going to grab a kitty. Uh, they ran, they probably ran. I thought you were tra- grabbing a cat. I think they probably ran away as soon as you went to go get. So, Luke, we want to know actual first question. That was just uh, the comments there. And if y'all do have questions in the comments, feel free to dump them for Luke. How did you get? I want. I want to know your cosplay origin story. How did you get into cosplay? What got you into this crazy world of cosplay? Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't want to feel old already. I'm like, you know, old enough. <laughs> But uh, it all started back at least in 2014, uh, back when I was in eighth grade. And during that time, I used to do boxing uh, on the side, you know, training for competition and so on. And then around uh, March, I got injured because one of the sets, one of the um, sandbags, like, screwed up my wrist, where it was like a decent sprain, which took me out for at least uh, three months of uh, training and uh, competing. And then uh, during that time as well, my dad's like, hey, you want to go to MegaCon? I was like, sure, yeah. It's like, you know, I checked out all the cosplay stuff. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is, this is good. And uh, <laughs> the and funny enough, first convention I ever went to was MegaCon uh, 2014. Because after that, I went on to high school and everything. And that was also a cool transition as well. And, um, you know, I went as Fendi Human from Adventure Time because it was, like, my favorite show when I was younger. And, you know, I met a couple of good, you know, voice actors from Jeremy Shada himself as Finn. So Finn, meaning Finn, you know. And uh, Rob Paulson, you know, as, like, either Carl Weezer or, you know, the recently returned uh, Animaniacs, uh, Yakko. So, but, yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun. My dad had a fun time. He even like saw some like Thundercats cosplays because that you know he's a big fan of Thundercat. He's a nerd like me as well, but more uh, grown up than anything. But it, sometimes a little nerd spark, you know, comes out. It's like, oh heck yeah, Thundercats! It's like, Thundercats <laughs> no age. Yeah, yeah Thundercats but, is fucking all day. Thundercats is timeless. I don't give a shit if it came out in the '80s. Lion-O for life, baby. <laughs> So you said MegaCon was your first con? That's an amazing convention. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it takes up like a majority of the Orange County Convention Center there in Orlando. Oh wow. Yeah. That so was what like did you my... think? Like when you first walked into MegaCon, like what were your initial thoughts walking in and seeing 
the size and scale of a con like oh, that. Oh, there's two mega cons, if I remember correctly. Is there, yeah. Isn't there one in Orlando and one in Tampa? Yeah, there's one in Orlando, which is the one I went to, and then the one okay. in Tampa. So the one in Orlando, which is at the Orlando Convention Center, huge place, by the way, um, they said that like the total they had that Saturday was at least over 2,000 to 3,000 people, uh, all kind of crammed in there uh, for either the Fender Hall, uh, the Guest Hall, and, you know, all the other stuff that, like, you know, nerds go and hang out at. And I remember, like, me and my dad were, like, close together, walking through, like, crowds of, like, you know, Walking Dead fans, because Walking Dead was at its peak at its time until, like, I don't know, season eight. And, um, yeah, it's just the atmosphere of it, of, like, meeting dozens of people, even one that I sometimes still talk to this day who, you know, was Waldo. And like, I would say, hey, Waldo, what's up? I was like, oh, no, not much. You know, just, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because from all the amount of people that, you know, you meet along the way and, like, the atmosphere that kind of makes you a people person, you know, that's truly uh, what I really enjoyed about, like, my first go at, like, conventions. Do you feel more outgoing, like when you're in cosplay? Are you a little more comfortable socializing and just kind of going up to people and like, hey, nice cosplay, and then it just sparks combos? Oh yeah, like pretty pretty much a you know a nice combo of like either me going as you know either Joseph Joestar uh, recently, which uh, my girlfriend did an amazing job on the wig, her first time spiking, um, and sometimes it was like, uh, yeah, you know, meeting new people and then talking more and more. And, you know, just going with the flow and next thing you know, you're pretty much uh, in like good terms with them. Like, you know, say, hey, and what's up and just having like nice conversations about like, I don't know, nerd stuff. Yeah, I think that's the best thing is when you run into people like you've seen at different cons and like you message Reg on Instagram and then you see each other in person. You're like, bro, speaking of that, speaking of those relationships, nothing beats when you run into the homies. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the homies, the boys, it really is the boys. Speaking of the boys, though, the homies, you did a collaboration with somebody on this show. Y'all did a collaboration (laughs) cosplay. (laughs) Tell us about that. What did y'all do? And when was that? Where, what con was that at? We were Cosmo and Wanda. What? (laughs) 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 We were a horse. Um, He was the front half. I was the back. (laughs) You were in his ass the whole day. You know, just like putting my hand for like the horse's mouth and like freaking yeah. people she out. Was I was the tail. This was the tail. <laughs> just now you guys just sound like one of those like Chinese dragons for the oh, parade yeah. or whatever. <laughs> would be fun. We would be all of us would be an amazing Chinese. Why have we not done that? Juan, I need a you Chinese at the front you can be making all the noises. I bet that would get so much freaking attention. I think so. Let's yeah, do it. Let's would. make it a big green like, con culture dragon with little headphones on. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hard so, to make. Uh, what did you though? What did you and Trey do? Sorry. Other than so that, the hat. Uh, it was the Mighty, and it was Morphin, and uh, it's from the Power Rangers. Ah yes, a classic. And, classic. Uh, America's favorite bullies, but you uh, know they're really they're really not bullies. You know. No, they're, they're just they're big old teddy bears and they're big old scaredy cats. Yeah, misguided. The way I like to think of it, they're like the Power Rangers canary, you know? Like yeah. Canary in the coal mine? Yeah, exactly. Vulcan right. skull. 
bulk and skull so y'all did a collaboration with that how was that walking around the con where people like swamping y'all for photos yeah so we were hunting down the rangers that's all i can say the rangers uh we did get one ranger which we got the uh, red ranger jason uh that was really cool uh, and then I yeah. found out that my friend, who I saw earlier as the Yellow Ranger, I was like, oh, shit, that was my friend. She she freaking did the uh, Yellow Ranger. I didn't know. It's like, you know, people sometimes oh. either post their lineups or they don't. It's just like, uh, who's who? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> when the masks yeah, are yeah, on, clarify, it's a guessing game. It's a guessing it's game. A guess- yes. And uh, to clarify the origins of uh, this lovely collaboration that me and Trey did, so... Uh, I was bored, you know, one night of, like, trying to think of, like, plans for Hallmat 2019. And I remembered that, like, Trey did bulk from, uh, uh, yeah, bulk from Power Rangers for a Mighty mm-hmm. Morphin Con. And I was like, oh, man, that's amazing. And then I thought, hmm. And then, you know, that idea sparked into my the head. Light like, bulb what if, went- yeah, like, what if, like, me and him did bulk and skull for, like, Hallmat and, like, ran into, like, a bunch of Power Rangers because I know there'd be at least, you know, a couple. at every con. Yeah, for every con. Yeah, and, there's uh, rangers at every con, for sure. Oh, yeah. There's always rangers. And uh, <laughs> so I messaged him saying, hey, uh, what if you and I did Bulk and Skull uh, from Power Rangers and, like, do that for, like, one of the days of Hama? And he's like, dude, I'm so down. I'll, I'll, I'll totally do that with you, man. And, you know, I think it was, like, Friday night that we did Bulk and Skull, and we just, like, had a boombox, or not boombox, but like a little like Bluetooth speaker that I can and play like my Morphin Power Rangers. We're just like the theme song. Yes, blast the So uh, we have a we have a comment on on the whole mask and con thing. Christian Jackson okay. says, "I've never recognized friends unless they are in cosplay. If you're dressed normal, I look at you like a low key stranger." Like oh, if you're out of cosplay, that's oh, my accurate. favorite thing about being friends with cosplayers because I'm like, I don't even know what your real hair color is. Like, because everybody's wearing wigs and stuff. <laughs> you're not a blonde. Yeah, what the you, fuck? Oh, you're a brunette. Because I always, yeah. I thought you were a blonde because I've seen uh, you as a blonde. Uh, for... Could be bald, which is my right. best friend. Is <laughs> like he takes the clothes. He's like, you're bald. It's like. Pulls a Lex Luthor on your ass. Like, yeah, buddy. Woo! Yeah, I'm bald as shit. That's oh, fucking hilarious. Are, is that a wig right now? Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, uh, that's my girl. You know, she's been supporting me for a lovely three years. And her oh, birthday's yeah. coming up. So. Oh, you, you better treat her right for that birthday, man. You better uh, treat yeah. her right. Like, her birthday's coming up in the next few weeks? Uh, no, in uh, December. Okay. So, yeah. December baby, and you got December and Christmas gifts. Special birthday shout out to my boy Nick. Uh, I think he's turning 25. You know, he's with his family at the moment, so very special happy birthday to him if he's watching. Oh, yeah, so, happy birthday Nick. Nick. Happy birthday Nick. Happy yeah. birthday. So I don't want to hog all the questions for you, Luke. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go down the line, starting with Trey, and then we'll go to Gigi and Brittany. Trey, what is your question for our guest, Luke? All right. Hey, babe. This is a hard question because given the health climate right now, but when cons open up again after COVID, what are the chances of getting you to come out here for the, for the Power Rangers convention, the big one 
We okay, roll my... with Vulcan Skull at a Power Ranger Con. Ooh. Uh, I'll absolutely be down for that. All I need to do is just get, like, a ticket and, like, find out how I'm going to do hotel stuff and whatever. And, uh, heck on. with one. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody. We'll just all stay together in a car. I'll join in on that since I have my Rita Repulsa. Yes. Fuck yes. That's next level. That's now shit. Now I need a cosplay. Yeah, that'd be like. <laughs> I'm gonna be Ivan Ooze. Oh, I want to be Ivan Ooze now. You would be dope as Ivan Ooze though on the real. You could I literally probably to. use your beard. Like I that would probably charisma. be pretty dope. Yeah. You then like Ivan Ooze like, or Goldar. Goldar. Dude, that is a, that's that's a a bitch to build to do gold art. We'll just paint you gold. <laughs> I like gold. I think sure. you would have more fun as Ivan Ooze, though. Yeah, I, I would totally. Kind of he's such a character. Yeah, he's such a character as a villain. He's like very quirky, very out there. That makes so. me want to go watch the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> right. No, I'm watching it tonight now. Thanks. That's Thanks, that's guys. what we're watching for tonight. Power Rangers, guys. That's your recommendation. That's your homework if you haven't seen it. Gigi, what is your question for Luke? Um, is there a cosplay that you've done that really like you hold near and dear to your heart? I mean, I know that's kind of hard because it's like every cosplay you do, like there's something about it that you hold near and dear. But is there like one that it's like something that you've always wanted to do and then you finally got it like you know you get what i'm asking what's yeah. your favorite child who's your favorite child i i am i'm asking okay yeah um for me that one like at least the top tier like number one like the first that really like, really skyrocketed me to like you know being like that known cosplayer status or so, like Oh, uh, hey, so-and-so. It was uh, Waluigi. Uh, that was a real fun one. Ancient City Con 2014, that same year of MegaCon. And, you know, just getting all the outfit done from the thrift store, like building that all by myself, from getting the, you know, pointed ears, uh, painting my nose pink, because it's already a decent, like, length for Waluigi and whatnot. Getting the hat from, like, eBay and everything. Um and just going to the con and just like meeting a bunch of other people, just like screwing around saying, Wah! and <laughs> it. it's like, oh my gosh, what? give me every photo. It's like, yeah, like at least 10 people stopped for me to get a photo with them, like eat for each hour. It's like, that's how like popular Waluigi was. And Fuck yeah. kept doing it more as like the year uh goes by and you know more people recognize me as like the waluigi of conventions and it's like ah yes and uh, right <laughs> now waluigi's been on a hiatus because always like trying new stuff in general but at some point mm -hmm. i'll bring them back waluigi will Fuck return yeah, we just don't know. yeah question, nintendo cosplays are a hit what's up trey do you have a wario uh i used to years ago but he moved to uh atlanta uh for college but if you're interested for a flying, you got the job. Wow! There you go. <laughs> you're hired. Can I be Daisy? Daisy! Yeah, <laughs> that was my audition. So, Did I get it? That was it? I think yeah, you got it. I think you nailed it. <laughs> Congratulations, you got the job. So we have a Good. comment from Twitch. <laughs> this Twitch. is hilarious. And I read them verbatim, guys. So if you type the comment, I'm going to read it. Guy with a beanie on. I think there's cum on your wall, bro. 
You're a dirty dog. That's Mr. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to, but there's apparently I semen on your wall, sir. I think it's on your screen, sir. actually. You like, <laughs> you think it's on his wall, but it's actually on your computer screen. So you need yeah, you to got right on the lens. Down before you pop ah, it. And just wiki wiki. Uh, uh, and just take it off. There you go. See, I love how he's checking for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I think we got the semen, guys. Thanks for the heads up. I hope he's not talking about me because... It might be all over this semen motherfucker. Check. <laughs> semen check. Baby. Only on con culture do we do semen checks just to make sure we're nice and clean, guys. <laughs> Yay. So, Brittany, what is your question for Luke Fowler? Um, if money wasn't an object, what is a dream cosplay for you? Oh, man. Right now, one of my dream cosplays, I'm hoping to do, is Chinese Silverhand from Cyberpunk. Like it's mostly because of the arm, because everywhere I look for like, oh, here's how I would build Chinese Silverhand. It's always like Bucky's arm for some reason. And like me and my friends made like a drinking game. It's like take a shot of tequila every time you see Bucky's arm. And (laughs) took five shots of tequila that night. Uh, That is fucking wow. You'd be gone real quick. Mm -hmm. Be traumatized from the Winter Soldier film. Good choice. So the comments from Twitch are: you need to cut down on the Pornhub Prime subscription, bro. Uh, they can set you up with Tinder. There you go. So they're gonna yeah, take uh, care of you. Like Tinder? Yeah. I'm never Tinder. stopping my That's Pornhub sweet, Prime sweet ever. Date. Ooh, attendee date on Twitch. That's how you're getting Tindy. set up. Wow. <laughs> so Luke, we do have a question that we like to ask all our guests. Oh shit. And okay. It's it's a big question. Um, a lot of people cry because it's so deep and so like you got to really think about it. Um, yeah. Gigi is usually the one who asks this question. Okay. So sit down if you're not sitting down because it's some heavy shit. But Ooh. yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, so Gigi, go ahead and ask him the question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Luke. Yeah. If you were a Girl Scout cookie. Which cookie would you be? Ooh. Uh, uh, uh dos easily. Oh, do si Okay. Strong answer. That's the Strong answer. cookie one. I, thought, I was like, I was thinking tag along. Which one's the do si Uh, do there's like, uh, peanut butter cookies. Oh, oh, the, it's the peanut butter sandwich. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I was like, when I when I was clapping, <laughs> I was thinking tag along, and then I was like, wait, no, that's a tag along. No, nope, oh, a dosi yeah, dough, do a good. peanut butter dosi dough. Dipped in some milk. That's how I used to eat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your girlfriend's saying no to the Twitch date, uh, on no to the Tinder date on Twitch, and yeah, uh, I'm worried. <laughs> taking Pringle, man. I'm happy where I am. So, oh man, and then Gigi met my wife on Tinder. Hunted Darkness says, I don't know. Look, we're not trying to have any domestic on Tinder. disputes on this one, <laughs> Alex. So just take it down a notch, everyone. Oh, That's... Stop throwing shade. Everybody should just go create their Tinder quick. profiles. Opposite, Brittany. I think everybody should go create Tinder profiles. Let's go follow each other everybody. and see what we find. I, I got no need for Tinder. <laughs> sweet, sweet Tinder. No days. You can get free None Tinder, of us guys. have need for uh, Tinder. That's I the fun. Tinder. <laughs> I, would... I did that. 
<laughs> no, if no, I was no. gonna join something, be like, give me a sugardaddy.com or something like that. Like, oh, that's what I was talking about. Have you had the I'm sugar with in your DMs yet? I'm I'm with Brittany. I need sugar daddy. I've been a, a sugar daddy in my DMs. I don't know if you noticed. I have like resting like bitch face, so like people never approach me. <laughs> Wow. It's, I don't know she's why. She's very intimidating. Or I'm ugly, one of the two. No, she's, that's not No, it. it's not ugly. It's not that's ugly. That's literally not, not even close. Sorry, I didn't mean just like in front of you. Negative, <laughs> negative. What's going on over there? Jeez, in that spaceship with Gigi and Trey like over there. Chairs. That baby Yoda. Yeah, that's baby Yoda right over his shoulder. Wow, that rhymes. Baby, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Speaking of baby Yoda, guys. I think that's an excellent transition into our next topic or our first topic of the night. Um, I think we all saw it. Spoiler alert. If you did not see The Mandalorian, just stop. This is your chance to leave. Yeah, we'll you give got you five, five seconds. seconds. Five, four, seconds. three, two. Boba Fett returns, motherfuckers. Boba Fett! All right. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba ah. Fett. Boba Fett or a clone, you debate it, hash it out. That was the scene I think everybody was like, oh shit. Can I just what? start with, do you have any idea how hard it was? Because I was the first one in this podcast to watch this damn episode, <laughs> and it was so you hard. <laughs> you played yourself. Fucking just go to Trey and be like, Trey, all your questions have been answered. Luke, she watched it at like 6 a.m., bro, on Friday. She was like 6 a.m. She saw it, and she's like, you motherfucking see it yet? Brittany, I haven't even brushed my teeth yet. I haven't even fucking... No, I have to take my kids early, early in the morning to the bus. So as soon as they went to the bus, boy, I made my coffee. I sat down. I'm going to drop you. It's literally the first thing I did. baby. You were like... Yep. And I'll be like that this Friday, too. Just watching it. So, Luke, what did you think of episode one of The Mandalorian? What were your thoughts on the episode? Oh, man. It it's definitely was a great start to Mandalorian season two. Because season one was already a banger as it was. Like, fantastic stuff that brings Star Wars fans back on, like, a certain trilogy. But uh, with <laughs> season two, uh, I truly believe that it's, it's going to be an amazing season just from off the bat with that first episode. Already, yeah. like, settling of, like, you know, more expansion to, like, Star Wars lore. Like, we get more about Tatooine, especially with the Tusken Raiders, who are, like, my favorite um, alien race in Star Wars. One of my favorites. And, you know, learning more about, like, well, will we finally find out what's the name of, like, Yoda species? And I can finally get that, um, uh, what's that thing? Uh, the Char Char Binks, like, statue, Golden Busk, at, like, Galaxy's Edge. And the only way I can get it if I knew the species of Yoda. So. Yes. Fuck yeah. So now you can get your Jar Jar. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it how you talk about that trilogy. I think that's Trey. Isn't that your favorite Star Wars series is the latest trilogy? Do I have that wrong? I may have that wrong. The last, the last recent movie, I think I it, you said that. it was your favorite. Yeah, I think you said it was the greatest cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, I remember him saying that. I, I never yeah. said that, Trey. It was not me. <laughs> he said it was the, his favorite. I would he never. thinks the storyline was, was the best. Best writing. Utter best. I'm glad that Luke can see right through that shit. He's Trey is screaming. <laughs> 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 so, I agree and appreciate that the prequels are better. 
I think we could uh, all just appreciate that Jar Jar Binks is the worst fucking character no. in Star Wars history. The prequels hey, were better than the sequels? I love the prequels. I, I loved the prequels when it was not cool to love the prequels. Yeah, because you right. were kids at the time the prequels were released. That's why you yeah. liked them. They were made why for are you. Hate, why are you hating what, what I like, Juan? I'm not. I'm just saying that's you why are. you like it. Just like I like the new movies too. 15 Star years Wars from like now. Pizza. Some pizza's better than others, yes. but at the end of the day, yes. it's just freaking pizza. I would pizza. like you to know exactly. that I watched all the sequels in theater, and I watched all the prequels in theater on release days. So, oh. I don't know who you call them. Young, but I definitely <laughs> my old ass quits all those in theater on release day. You, so. you didn't say it was like your favorite. Like well, I if didn't, it's all pizza, I wasn't then prequels are the by new far ones my favorite. Are Little Caesars. Oh, the what? The, the sequels are Little Caesars. Are the pizza from Magic Time Machine. It's <laughs> what the fuck? Disappointing. Actually, no. If we're go, if we're gonna go that bad, those they're the pizza from the gas station. Gas oh. station pizza is better than Magic Time Machine pizza. No, oh, no, no, man. It's the pizza they yeah, have. Yeah, because you should go over and have pizza. Not the time machine ones on top of it. They're still better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still bread with cheese and sauce. So. And I like all that. Just I like it when it's put together well. Yeah. No. Same. <laughs> I like me a good gourmet pizza, but I like it when it's baked right. You know. Yeah. I so, like it when it. I like it when you get the good ratio of cheese and sauce. You I know, like not it. just all cheese. When it's. Oh. So, um, Luke, Nicholas recommends playing Knights of the Old Republic for more Tusken Raider lore. If you want to get some uh, more lore out of the Tusken Raiders, Knights of the Old Republic will get you what you need. I love how the Mando was speaking Tusken, like speaking yeah. the language. Yeah, like watching an old Western, like yeah. watching the cowboy, like yeah. contact with speaking. the Native Americans or something. Yeah, yeah. very much like, so. Uh, this episode was super Western themed, like down much. to the face off with the blasters. Like we're gonna do yeah. this here, yeah, and yeah, like the, the tent standoff in the tavern. When the marshal used that the jetpack rocket, I yeah. lost my mind. I was just like, yes, yes. I get used. My bad. <laughs> Somebody on Twitch says I'm ignoring their comments. I didn't. I'm sorry, Darth. What? Jeez. All right, I'll read it. Fuck it. Darth Vader used the Force to fuck Baby Yoda. That's what he said and season one was fucked wait are you saying season one was bad now i'm not reading any more of your comments fuck you yeah, yeah. No yeah now you're just being a you troll just, you yep. just lost you're you just lost your common you privileges now. with stupid comments that's shame. dumb walk of shame I'm for fucking, shame. <laughs> uh, nah. like i played before on a uh, backwards compatibility on the xbox one and yeah like the more of like Tuscan Raiders was how I got more invested with you know the whole clan uh, and Star Wars lore. Uh, like the game itself is amazing too. Like for anybody who wants to like get it either on Steam or on Xbox One, you know I recommend it uh, to anybody to any Star Wars fan in general to play Knights of the Republic. So fuck yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, fun fact which I've seen around Facebook as well is that they hired a actual death. Uh, actor to create the Tuscan sign language for whenever they mention um, the many uh, things that the Mando Lorian had to do uh, to go through Tatooine to find the dragon. So I think that's really amazing. The idea yeah. was like looking around to see like who's missing. So I really love yeah, that. Yeah, that was a great line. I'm glad you brought that 
to, because I didn't know that, but I'm glad you brought that to my attention because now that makes me love that whole scene even more. Yeah, it was a hearing ASL actor, and he they asked him, hey, you know ASL? You can come up with the language, and the first thing that comes to his mind is ASL. a person, yeah, a person with out with a hearing impairment or hearing disorder would be perfect for this job. So okay. instead of doing it himself, he's like, we can give a job to a person who is a lot more familiar with ASL, who would be communicating with their hands regularly. So that's that comment that he made. Yeah. It's our job as as um as individuals to look around the room and see who's missing. It's about inclusiveness. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they looked well, around the room yeah. and that's how they got shows they the put idea a lot more time things. and thought into yeah. this piece than some of the movies. Yeah. Well and yeah. Star Wars in itself is already so inclusive because yeah. like the there's so many different like races and species out there and like there's not for the most part there's not one that's like more important than the other or like higher ranked than the other it's very like it's just widespread like a whole yeah yeah and so i really appreciate that they're taking steps i mean it's not necessarily like they're speaking asl but they're showing representation for a language that is primarily like like i can imagine that like if you were a star wars fan you had hearing complications you saw that scene i imagine you would feel just so heartful at that moment like yeah. They thought about me for a minute. Yeah. And, like, I can actually understand what the Mando is saying, too. Yeah, right. like, I, there's bits and pieces. Because now that you mention it, like, there were certain... Because there weren't, like, subtitles or anything for what he was saying, but there were certain things where, like, he would do a motion, and I was like, oh, that looks like the ASL sign for wheel or something. Yeah. Like, or, tra- like, not train, but it's like, yeah. Like, there's a, there was a lot of things that... So I, I know like a teeny, a very minimal amount of ASL, but that, yeah, that's really cool. Thank you for bringing that tidbit of information. Yeah. And I thought it was cool because even you. the motions and their mannerisms, even though they're wearing masks, like the, yeah, the guess, way, no. the force that they put into the movement, like adds emphasis to like, this is important. This is something I have to convey was really cool. And definitely something you would only pick up if you knew the nuances of ASL and communicating. So yeah, I thought it was really cool that they got a different abled person a job in in the movie business and got them on Star Wars. So that's super cool. Uh, so Mando, Brittany will watch the new episode 6 a.m. Friday <laughs> and then impatiently wait this for the rest the of us to catch the fuck up. This is the way. Hey, this. I didn't say shit to you. I just said... You were, you were great. I just literally no, I was like... Kudos. I cannot wait for you guys to watch <laughs> Kudos, kudos! You, I couldn't have sat oh, on that. I was bugging the I shit squeal. out of Trey, guys. I, I, I was squeal. like, "Have you watched it? Have you watched it?" We're doing overtime, like me and Trey were doing overtime, Luke. And I'm like, "Have you watched it? Are you gonna watch it? Just, Are you gonna watch it on the clock? You should watch it right now. Then, we should log then off." Then I had to look at Trey and Gigi's beautiful face on Halloween, and then I still had to keep my fucking mouth shut, and that was even harder. And I was Torture. like, and then I was thinking, <laughs> "It's not my fault. I had a family emergency." Under control here soon, without killing the beans. <laughs> you waited like yeah, a champ. And like he loved it too, because like that was like the show that like me and him watched when it first came out around like November, October ish. Like it was like you know even like during Thanksgiving we watched Mandalorian, and 
you know, that was like the one thing that kind of connects like me and my dad a lot more as like I'm getting older and everything. And you know, as, as plus, you know, my name is Luke. My dad was always like, Luke, I'm your father. It's like, I know dad. Yeah. <laughs> and with Mandalorian, like we like sit together, like talk about Mandalorian. And I, you know, I explain more of like Star Wars lore to him. And he's like, he's real invested in it. And that's what I really love about Mandalorian. Like the memory, like between like me and my dad for like Star Wars. Fuck yeah. The little Easter eggs in this episode were amazing. Yeah. Like, just the little bits of alien races. Like we saw the the pig-looking aliens that are the guards at Jabba's palace. Yeah. We saw um, the same race as Darth Maul, but without all the tattoos. The color, like yeah. The guys that got hit with the knives at the very end that was fighting Mando at the fighting pit. Like those are the same. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, but it's the same race as Darth Maul. So like uh, Sabacc, I think. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Yeah, Sabacc. But yeah, they're known for like, like like Mari warriors almost you know you, you get you get your tats when you keep ranking up and obviously Maul's got a lot more tats than them. Yeah, well, and I, the scene that got me that was very like oh shit the doorway scene when Marshall is standing in the doorway and yeah. and fucking I recognize you recognize the it's suit at the instantly. Yeah, it's like he has the little head antenna and the shoulder pads. It's just like. The chest plate, the rocket, it's like, oh, shit, it's Boba, they brought him back, he's the marshal, and then it's like, wait, and then I see the subtitles, because, you know, I have a little hard time hearing as well, here and there, and then I was like, how, wait, cop? I was like, oh. Oh, (laughs) fucking cop. Cop. (laughs) It's the marshal, it's the marshal. No, yeah, no, he he nails every Western role, so he was perfect for this episode. He's perfect on Justified. Mando, though, is turning more and more into Batman. Dude. When he left the guy on the light pole, he gets the gambler guy, hangs him upside down, and he's just like, <laughs> "That wasn't part of the deal." Well, yeah. Like the good teaser too is like, "I promise I won't kill you by my hand." But so instead, he just gets him killed by like all the little like street yep. rats. That wasn't uh, part of the deal. Maybe. Fuck yes, that's a shit. Uh, Can we that's just talk definitely. about how like this whole showdown happens and Baby Yoda's just sitting there like watching it all like fascinating? Yeah. <laughs> This is amazing. On the floor. Get him. Get him, Daddy Mando. Like, oh. He was making so many more noises this episode. Yes. Like, so much more awareness. and Yes. Like, yes. Every, like, just every little He's time. Like, where are my nuggies? Right? Where are my every chicken nuggies? Every single time he made a noise, I was just like, Ugh. feed him. <laughs> it was I thought oh. for sure he was going to get really annoyed with the freaking monster and just be like, you know what? I've had absolutely enough of you. Get That's out of there. That's what I was thinking too. I thought that, I, that thought crossed my mind too, Brittany. Oh I was God. just like, I'm waiting for him to be like, y'all can't do shit by yourselves. <laughs> just fling it like a little worm. Yeah. So definitely worth the price of Disney Plus subscription, guys. Resubscribe because I know you canceled your shit the last time. Get back on it. This is definitely worth subscribing. Speaking of worth the price, uh, Netflix is jacking up the price on your Netflix subscription. So don't be surprised. What is it? Hemorrhaging? They're hemorrhaging right now. They're hemorrhaging some finances. Yes. They're they're in a tough spot, as a lot of companies are. But they've made some bad choices, some questionable choices on cancellations and shows. Yeah, yeah, like it's one hundred percent. Next mutation, like what the, what the hell? Like <laughs> I want to watch the turtles, but you kept next mutation, which only had one season. Yeah, like I'm mad. 
Don't need they it. They made don't terrible choices. Trust me. They really did. And then yeah. I want to watch Pulp Fiction with my parents. And then they also took off Pulp Fiction. I'm like, ah. Bright side. Good ones on there until you want to watch them. The only saving True. grace that I have Honestly, is Cobra Hulu's Kai. Doing the same thing. Yeah, Cobra Kai. The Witcher. The Witcher is about the only thing keeping me there mm. at this point. The Witcher and Cobra and Kai. Speaking for me. That's the only reason I'm staying at this point. Stranger Things. Jeez. Damn. Well, all of us have different reasons for staying for Netflix. That's why Netflix can jack up the price. Stranger <laughs> Things. Well, honestly, if I stay. fuck with either of those, I'm out. Like, that's it. What about Stranger Things? Things? Oh, yeah, Stranger Things. Oh. Hey, Stranger Things. <laughs> so, Stranger Things. Got it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, those, I, I don't, I'm not going to change. I don't think anybody is. This is just giving you guys a heads up that your bill will change. They're not asking you. They're just going to charge you more if you're already a member. And if you are a new subscriber, you'll get the old rate. I think this next month of November and that's it. Then the new rate kicks in in December. But if you already have a subscription, just know it's going to go up by, I think like $2 or something on your subscription. Okay. So yeah and that's literally like almost a 90 percent increase from its original price it's absolutely obscene yeah yeah so when you're seeing it go like it. this that means you're not making good life choices netflix get it together <laughs> <laughs> neither get your shit together netflix but i i i don't think this is going to be on netflix but speaking of series and live actions D and D. Dungeons and Dragons, I don't know if you guys play, but D&D is getting a live action series. Uh, so they're, yeah. they're adapting a live action D&D. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons, Luke? Yes, uh, I've been playing for like three years. Like I've currently been DMing a lot more because I finally Fuck get the yeah. DM. Like, I've been a player for so long. I want to make them my own stories. I want to take the wheel. And thankfully I have. And uh, so far, I've been running a little bit of homebrew stuff. Like, my first one I did was Prophecy of Doom. And basically, a bunch of, you know, heroes and whatnot. I uh, try to stop this cloaked figure named the Prophet. And he has, like, these other 12 members um, with him trying to have the end of the world, basically. Because of, like, the visions that, like, the Prophet gets and whatnot. Fuck it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I must commit all these catastrophes because Kronos, you know, the time god, tells him so. And, um, yeah, that's been really fun. My players really enjoyed it. And hopefully after the break that me and my first group had, uh, we'll get right back on it. And, you know, definitely kind of put more into, a, you know, good old B&D. So, and then the Hell next yeah. one I'm working on, Odyssey of Theros, which just came out uh, recently. Yep. And uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, that's coming out in a couple of weeks as well, which I'm looking forward to. And, um, you know just having fun with it that's what dungeons and dragons is all about having fun and fantasy or 100 percent like 100 percent. and to escaping answer the question on the twitch shit show that's your life currently and escaping <laughs> to a world that is yes yes why would you do and... that why well, you're right i just want to suffer constantly well, i i want to I, I, I answer the question on twitch they asked juan do you play actually gg Trey and myself are currently in a campaign together. Are um, we though? Are we? Yes. Who asked that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who asked that. He asked, are there any devilishly handsome human characters in your campaign? 
I can't think of a single one. Luke is going to probably jump in and replace. We have a Lord of the Rings campaign going on right now. Our DM is smoking hot. I would do him in a heartbeat if he'd have me. If he'd have me. I'm not forcing myself on anyone. It's all consensual. Um, So... What about a character who's doomed to die? Mm. We, we have one we die. we have one we want to kill, but he's not getting the hint. We're all so. doomed to die, really, in the end. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. Don't fight my prophecy of doom. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so D and D, it's a fun role playing game. If any of you have never ever not played it, I highly recommend it because. Like Luke said, it's all about having fun. So you can fudge the rules. You can make shit up as you go along. Just jump in, enjoy, and play. Like nerd the Blur those timelines a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yes. And you Nick, can misunderstand yes. the timeline and then create a whole backstory and be like, oh, Just, Yeah, that work makes backwards. Sense. Make that shit up. And uh, also... It hopefully will be better than the last live action attempt, Justin Whalen's movie, uh, Don, uh, in the comments, mentioned that. Yeah, I hope it's way better than the last live action D&D. That's all we I'll need is that. something better than that, guys. Oh, but, it will be. Yeah. I actually but, read an article that said D&D, um, like purchases, purchases of D&D memorabilia is up uh, 20%. Since wow. this whole pandemic, oh, uh, wants to play. Yeah, because everybody wants to escape reality right now. Like, who doesn't want to play an elf? Thank you, Matt I Mercer. I'm not an elf. I'm not an elf. I'm a halfling. But like, who doesn't want to play somebody else and then like be able to like be in control of your life when like, everything sucks right now? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm good. It's okay. I'm good. I'm back. No, I'm, oh, I'm gone. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's up twenty percent. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, That's I and it's, I I attribute all of that to Matt Mercer. Yeah. Matt Mercer's beautiful voice and or Stranger Things. <laughs> yes, Critical Role, Matt Mercer. That's why we all really want to play D and D. Stranger Things, um, Onward. Stranger Things, yeah, Onward, oh, um, Onward, Disney. Oh my and Pixar, god, and this, like it, the guys. My, the, my brother, my brother, and me. What is their? Oh my god, not critical role. What is their? Um, I can't remember theirs. I drawing a blank. Show critical role. What? Yeah, they have a new kitchen, uh, a new uh, cooking show called uh, a Critical Bowl, where they bring up D and D ingredients yeah. that you two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh god. That sounds awesome. Word. I don't remember what theirs is called. Uh, you better give me my royalties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a critical bowl. Critical bowl. Right. Oh man! So we have one more topic tonight. It is a somber one, but we're gonna yeah. try not to be too somber about it. Uh, Sean Connery passed Sean this Connor. past weekend. Sean Connery. So in order to celebrate uh, and in just our favorite memories of this amazing actor. Um, I just wanted each of us to kind of list our favorite Sean Connery role. Uh, I'll go first. We'll pass it to Luke, and then we'll go Brittany, Gigi, and Trey. Mine is definitely Indiana Jones. Uh, I love those kids. Yeah, I love those movies in in the 80s, the Indiana Jones films. So seeing Sean Connery as Indy's dad, 
he just was so convincing as like a, a, a older, wiser archaeologist, badass. He gets the umbrella and gets all the birds to fly up into the yeah. plane. So savvy and so just, uh, I loved everything about those films. So that that's my favorite Sean Connery movie. Um, such a good one. I have others, of course, but that's the one that I think sticks out to me personally, being a big Indiana Jones fan and loving those series. Um, what about you, Luke? What is your favorite Sean Connery movie? Right, my favorite, my favorite Sean Connery movie is a, definitely the same as yours, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusaders. Um, like, you know, for me, I was younger watching the Indiana Jones films at the time being PG while still having all the crazy stuff in there. Uh, that you know, shaped my humor in life in general. But with Indiana Jones, like seeing the uh, original trilogy uh, before Crystal, uh, yeah, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal School, and then, you know, watching the third one, which was the last one of, like, watching for a marathon and watching, you know, Sean Connery's performance, which was my first taste in Sean Connery before I rewatched, like, the Bond films he was in and everything. And, yeah, like, like you said, he definitely captured, like, that, veteran archaeologist like you know as if indy was older and was in the same time period as you know young indy and you know both of them kind of like regrowing their relationship as like the movie progressed and everything especially the one scene uh Trey mentioned as well with the seagulls like you know scaring off the seagulls so they'll fly into like the uh you know uh fighter jet and crashing it onto like a cliff and then you know Indy looking at him, like realizing that, you know, he, he's, you know, got his smarts from his father. And, you know, that whole father and son relationship really also hits close home with me as well, because I'm close to my dad a lot. And, you know, him teaching me everything I know, kind of like how uh, Henry Jones taught Indy, he known. And, uh, you know, all I got to say is, Indy, you know, Indiana Jones 3, that's, that's my favorite film. So, hell yeah. What about you, Brittany? Who is, what is your favorite Sean Connery? This, this is not even a hard choice. The Rock. Oh, oh my grandma. fuck yeah. Yeah. Alcatraz Prison. Such a great... It's so, yeah, the Alcatraz Prison is just such a good movie. It's such a darker role for him to play. I loved it. <laughs> I, I, that one's a deep... Oh, fucking love Alcatraz. Anything Alcatraz? I'm, I want to go there one day. I so want to visit... It's such a fucking awesome just place. So yeah, The Rock is a dope movie for Sean Connery. What about you, Gigi? What is your favorite Sean Connery film? I'm a huge Bond fan, and he was always my favorite James Bond. Like, always growing up, he was my favorite James Bond. Um, Dr. No. I love Dr. No. That's probably one of my favorite Bond films ever. Um but, I mean, it's so hard to cheat. I just, I love him as James Bond. Shake it much, dude. Yeah, I just, I love, Classic. I grew up in a family of, of FBI agents, so it feels like, like a, I don't know. Like you, yeah, like you should love that one. That yeah, makes sense. so I just, I just love James, I've read the books. These are great books, just throwing that out there. If you are a reader, read the James Bond books. They're really good. James Bond. All of these films are based off of books. Shake it, not stirred. What about you, Trey? What is your favorite Sean Connery film? This is a really, really hard question for me. Like, probably one of the hardest ones I've had in a while. Because there's three. I know I can only pick one. And I'll pick one eventually. But I have to share these three. <laughs> Definitely. That okay. make me think of Sean Connery. Um, one, this movie was like on loop 
the whole like leading up to when I was born, the hunt for Red October. Oh, I love so, that movie. Like that movie was on loop. Like when I was like the first weeks of my life was it was on TV everywhere. The hunt for Red October. So, like my parents always joked about that. So there's a special connection with that for me. Yeah. Um, but growing up, my favorite movie of his was Dragonheart, the voice of the dragon. And okay. like every time I watch that movie, it's just like. It's like you feel just so warm, like listening to his voice and everything. And it's like, this guy's a dragon, like no doubt. <laughs> and, but if there's one movie, like if I could only watch one Sean Connery film for the rest of my life, it would be The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. Oh, I'm glad he's Alan Quarter. I love that and movie. He was, I swear, he was born to play that part and he just kills it. And, like, that was his last major film that he ever did, like, action film. Like, he did a bunch of voiceover roles after that. But, you know, that was his last big blockbuster film. And it was a shame. It didn't It didn't do that well in the box office, but it did well in the home box office. But, like, I love that movie so much. It's basically, like, an Avengers film of all literary characters that you love. Like, you got Captain Nemo. You got um, Dorian Dr. Gray, Invisible Man. You got Dr. Yeah. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Tom Sawyer. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Yeah. And uh, Nicholas said Draco was the best dragon in movies. Drago. Draco? Drago? Draco. Yes. Sorry, I'm mispronouncing it. Drago. The drag. What are you talking about? It was one of the comments that said Drago was the best dragon in movies. I don't know. I kind of like Smaug. Kind of like Smaug. I would put Draco against Smaug all day. Benedict Cumberbatch. Smaug is definitely the best. And hold on, no, fuck. It was, I think it was a Disney movie. Pete's Dragon, I think it was. Yeah. Fucking no. Man. There's only one dragon yeah. in my book. There's one dragon. His name Aragon. is Mushu. Oh, Mushu. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on you, Cow. Dishonor on your family. Ah, uh, bro. This is the only important dragon. The only new Mushu. Who's that? Bruce Lee yeah, is the only important dragon, folks. The Lee dragon. The <laughs> he is the last dragon. I don't know. Liu Kang is a pretty good dragon. Liu mm. Kang. Those yeah. are dope fatalities. But that was the last topic that we were going to touch on, folks. Luke Fowler, thank you so, so, so very much for coming on the show and being a guest. Um, uh, where can where can we find you? What is your Instagram handle? For the people, so they know where to get, so they know where to find you. Where can they find you on Instagram? I know we got you on Instagram. What's the handle? All right. So for anybody who's just now introduced to me and has watched this a lovely podcast, uh, you can follow me at Official Third Charm for many of my cosplay content, uh, interview content, which I'm hoping to cook some up very soon. And in the meantime, uh, hopefully, uh, if you guys. Uh, like to have him here again, I'll gladly be a reoccurring character like Gibby of Mike Carly. So just hop in here. <laughs> be our Gibby. The podcast Gibby. Gibby. I like it. I like it. So official third charm. Yeah. I love Token Head. That guy's a legend. So that's that's it for us on the on the live podcast, folks. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You see the handle on the screen make sure to go follow him on instagram 
Um, and we're gonna go to the secret topic now. If you want to hear what we talk to Luke about next, you'll have to you'll have to get the audio version of the podcast at conculturepodcast.com. But thank you so much for listening, commenting, being in there, guys. Um, we'll hope to see you next week. Peace out. And just like that, we dive into the secret topic, folks. Welcome, welcome to everybody listening to the <laughs> everyone listening to the audio version. Um, Luke Fowler is still here with us, and we have a secret topic, a spooky secret topic. Kind of, sort of, not really. <laughs> it could be, depending on what you did. I want to know. I want to know what everyone did for Halloween, starting with our guest, Luke Fowler. We just passed Halloween this past weekend, had a blue moon. What did you do when the blue moon was out on Halloween? Well, uh, I guess to start off, like the day before, I carved uh, pumpkins with my niece and nephew. Uh, they're in town for a little while, and they've been having, they had a really good Halloween as well. Uh, but I had plans for, you know, like golden 31st. And uh, for that, uh, I basically spent time with my girlfriend and one of my longtime friends. And the three of us went to this little mini convention, you know, uh, socially distant and whatnot. Uh, called CostCon Jacks, and it was hosted by one of my uh, longtime friends, and it was pretty good. You know, there was about five vendors. Everyone wore their masks and was, you know, pretty on point with keeping it on and definitely uh, being safe for others and everything. And, you know, just seeing some old friends again because, you know, there's cons in general, like seeing friends, you know, talking about, like, everything that's been going on for the past months and afterwards uh, when it ended um me and my friends just uh simply went on like a joy ride and like went to like spooky locations and whatnot oh, wow. so, yeah nice like, like, one them, yeah one of them was fort caroline which was really spooky it felt like almost like blair witch vibes from there mm-hmm. one no hard pass no tank but has ghost adventures been there Ooh, I, I believe some have, I think. Well, I know. Ghost Adventures. No, the guy the guy from Ghost Adventures. Yeah, Zach. Belinda likes that. Zach, that guy. Uh, the guy with the chest uh, and Zach the muscles. Dragons the... or something. Yeah. The soul Ghost Adventure guy. Yeah, yeah I get the vibe. I get the vibe. <laughs> no, I just, but, uh, I asked, I just, I, that show is my life. And, like, I goes, watch every like, episode. He's like, He's like with his like affliction teeth that's like a size too small to show his muscles, and then it's like spiky black hair because he definitely dyes it black and he gets tans. And he's just like, Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. And then he's like, Hey, hey, ghost, hey, come at me, you little bitch. Like he says stuff like that. <laughs> and then, and then if there are ghosts there, then the ghosts are like, Hey, let me throw a brick at you. And then he's like, Nope, Aaron, my camera guy, go in there. I need you to film that. And then poor Aaron's like filming and he's like, I I don't know what's happening. And then stuff starts attacking him. And he's just like, Oh my God. And poor Aaron, you need to watch Ghost Adventures. You just hear, Get out. Yeah, no. And then they'll, they will catch like, like EVP and it's just like, a man is like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's like, you hey, Zach, you want to piss him off the spirits. Yeah. Watch it. I, I, you can find, like, the, you used to be able to find it on Netflix, but I don't know. Netflix probably dropped it because it's a good show, so. 
Yeah, nice. definitely. Netflix has a fascination with <laughs> dropping all their good shit. Right, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that. That's a very Halloween. Anything that's good is gonna go. <laughs> Don't fall in like, love with it. People, people Don't cancel like it. No. No. Some Mets spoopy. I love doing spoopy stuff on Halloween. Uh-uh, no, thank you. But what what did we what did y'all do on Halloween? We'll we'll ask Brittany and then work our way the other way. Even though it's kind of all inclusive, we'll start with Britt. Britt, what did you do on Halloween? I had a My Hero Academia themed Halloween with, <laughs> with my friends. All of our kids all were My Hero characters, and it made my whole day. My <laughs> I'll just tell what mine was so that way I'm not taking up all of it. Um, I went as Yuraka, my son went as Deku, and my little daughter went as Froppy. So that's what mm-hmm. we were. And we were with Trey and Gigi, and I'll let them tell you what they were. Gigi, what were you and at this um, My Hero party? I was Mount Lady. My husband was Aizawa. And Ooh. then my kids were... Bakugo, Todoroki, and Aerie. Now, Trey, who were you in this heroically uh, academic <sighs> gathering? I was, uh, I was Fat Gum. Fat Gum. Gummy Bear. I dress up for my gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting so much love on TikTok. His little gummy bears love him. Luke, are you on TikTok? Uh, yeah, I've been, you know, doing like some stuff here and there. I've been ready to, you know, post some like cosplay content finally. But yes, I do have a TikTok. Fuck but yeah! How are you liking it? How are you liking the organic uh, reach and just the engagement with random people? Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Like I know uh, there've been like comments that are like really supportive and everything. Like the one video I've had where I unbox all my Joseph Showstar stuff uh, yeah. that I got from Amazon and like that blew up like you know comic like Hirosaki and you know like thousands of people watched it and like a bunch of people commented like oh my god I can't wait to see Joseph's like get it done it's like yeah it's like uh, so much what's your TikTok what's your TikTok let Uh, the people know yeah it's still the same as uh, the one on Instagram easier to find you know at official third charm Uh, you can find me on there and hopefully I'll be posting some uh, cosplay content in the foreseeable future so, nice. uh, stay tuned for it. I'm following yeah. you now. Oh, heck yeah. Official underscore third charm, folks. The podcast just started following him. So, we're going to have to duet, collaborate. That's what I love about TikTok. The ability to do shit at a distance and just... Yeah, and just collaborate. Yeah. Some Wario Waluigi collabs, you know. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Trey, you can't just be throwing things out like that lightly. Start collaborating. Fuck yeah! (laughs) So, (laughs) so um, that that was our secret topic. That's what we did on Halloween. I just handed out candy and watched boxing fights. That's all I did. In case anybody wondered on the audio version, I didn't want them to be like, "What did Juan do?" Juan watched the boxing fight and watched Tank Davis knock the holy shit out of somebody in the Alamo Dome. Uh, De La Cruz got a shit rock. If any boxing fans listen, but yeah, that was it. And thank you so much to our guest, Luke Fowler for coming on the show, telling us some thank stories. You. He will be back as a guest and hopefully, hopefully we're going to be flying out to cons in 2021. 
We'll get to oh. see you in person and, yes. and meet up. I miss my boy Trey. I miss that man. Yes, we all miss Trey. I haven't seen him in like a week. I need to hug him in person. He lives like five minutes from me. I need to just stalk him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank everybody so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you again to Luke Fowler. We hope to see y'all next week. Bye-bye, guys.